Our guest tonight has a death wish, and he's making his way all around the indies. He's got something to prove, and he's bringing the metal spike. He's coming to take what's his. Tonight, we have with us on the line, Anakin Murphy. What's up, Anakin? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Uh, that, that's it. the best way I, I would expect Anakin Murphy to, uh, <laughs> to exactly. respond. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for that intro. That was cool. Yeah, man. Nah, yeah. Definitely glad you're here, bro. Uh, you know, you're somebody that... Because we review New Wave, obviously, well, right now, probably more than any show that uh, that is going right now. We usually hit every New Wave show as soon as it pops up. Yep. And so, obviously, you're somebody we talk about a lot. And uh, But not only that, man, I've known you for a long time, seen you really kind of grow and, and, uh, and, you know, become who you are and, like, who you're... What you're doing right now, man, is, is really, really good shit. So glad to have I you on. Let's oh, yeah. talk Thank about you. the let's talk about the present first, Anakin. I, I wanna hit New Wave Pro. I mean, we'll go backwards and I certainly want to hear about your journey up to this point, but give us mm. your thoughts on New Wave, man, because there you I've seen you rise, you know, and now you're you're nipping at the heels of that of the champion of the champion, you know, and whoever's got that belt. You're right there nipping at the heels of them. But what are your thoughts on New Wave as a promotion? I, I have an absolute blast at New Wave. Like, I've been there consistently since, I think, February of 2021. I think, yeah, February of 2021, I've been there just almost every show. And it's just been a blast. Like, New Wave has given me a lot of really cool uh, opponents and opportunities. And I've really taken a lot of things and just ran with it uh like the whole ace perry feud yeah that was like that was like supposed to be just a one-off but then like i did a bunch of really good promos and character work and it's like okay we're gonna turn this to a whole feud and it's it's been really really cool hell yeah yeah. right i feel like it's definitely like um added a lot just to the character your character itself you know what i mean um some of the small nuances like for instance the whole entire reason you started carrying the spike was because that was something that ace perry was passed down from jimmy jacobs mm-hmm. you know and that you mm-hmm. started so you know shit like like just little small things like that that have added so much to who anakin murphy is not just against ace perry but against everybody you know what i mean yeah, yeah. Uh, i credit i credit earl a lot to uh uh like pretty much the whole aura that I have like he's he pretty much just gave me like hey this is what I want and you know do what you will with it and Hmm. it really like helped me like find a deeper version of who Annika Murphy is like Hmm. and like New Wave was the first place I wore makeup at and uh like my girlfriend Kaylin was like hey like you're kind of sporting like a whole darker thing. We should probably do this and get your hair this way. And maybe you should wear the jean shorts. And that's like my look now. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like the, the makeup gets a little bit more elaborate every show, you know, you're, you're adding things to it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then, like you said, adding the, the ripped jeans and the torn shirt and, you know, just different, just small nuances, man. Like it's really cool shit. And it's really, it's really been cool to see it. Um, play out at new wave specifically you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah it's it is it is really cool and like better things are going to be coming with new wave like as as months go on and i'm really excited for it oh yeah, um, yeah. what are your thoughts on that match anniversary you know the blow off with ace perry i was there live at that match i thought you guys fucking nailed it i mean it, it was great you know what are your memories of that match uh, i was like super nervous and ace is insane so like he (laughs) he he wanted to do some stuff that made me even more nervous uh Mm. but it was like it it was one of my best matches definitely like my favorite match i've had at new wave sure and it's one of those matches that like if if i were to like make like a whole like okay this is the best matches i would showcase to anybody that's that's definitely in there it's a very very fun match well, you know, you mentioned that um, that it really wasn't even supposed to be a whole program. Um, wasn't the was the first match that you guys had the one that where his ankle was hurt? Uh, well, we were supposed to have uh, 
I think I, I think the plan was we we're supposed to have one match and he got hurt. I think he like separated his shoulder mm. and he couldn't make okay. it. So I was in the ultra rapid scramble that night. I think it was mob rules okay. in 2021. And I was just like, Hey, let me come out with a spike like he does and let me target him for not showing up. And right. Earl was about that. And then it, I think the plan was just to have whenever his ankle was hurt, that match be the one off before we knew his ankle was hurt. Right. And uh, he's just like, hey, Which, we're going to drag this out because the promos uh, are really good. To, and, uh, real quick, sorry to cut you off, but dude, oh, yeah. that, what, what he did in that match on one ankle <laughs> was insane. Because it was yeah. basically just you running around him, but just Ace being as smart as he is and being able to do what he was able to do on one foot. Uh, like that was crazy in itself, but yeah. um, Ace being the professional that he is, he was like, nah, like we got to have a, a real one. You know what I mean? So, but go ahead. Yeah. Uh, d- um, but yeah, after like the promos and just like me targeting Ace with the spike and having that, like having those matches to build it up, mm-hmm. uh, I think really like made Earl and everyone else really, really like everything. Uh, yeah. And Ace is like, He's he's one of the most underrated dudes on the scene. He's so insanely good. Even on like one foot, he was able to give a performance that was like, mm. you know, really really good. Like he wasn't even hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's insane, and he needs to be a lot <laughs> more places. Yeah, absolutely. So true, man. Talk about your chemistry with Don't Die Miles, man. Because you know, of course, you know, you go way back with him. I saw just a few little clips of that higher ground match. When was that? That was probably right around when you first started New Wave. Yeah, that was like the like my first match in New Wave. Oh, was it? Okay, okay. And then you know, fast forward, we got you guys. That was Paris, and yeah, I thought the match was excellent. You guys were smooth together. You know, talk about that, man. What your chemistry with Miles? I uh, I like Miles a lot. Uh, I like that match too, and having like being in the main event of that Paris show was also very like nerve wracking. Cause like, yeah. I'm not like also around that time I was having a lot of like, <clears throat> like self doubt issues. So I was just like, okay, I don't know why I'm in the main event, but uh, it was very, very cool. And I liked, I liked how the match came out and I liked uh, working with miles and yeah. Me too. I thought it was perfect. And I, I loved how, even though you didn't come out on top, you know, you you got the, the spotlight never left Anakin Murphy, you know, when you got out there and you did the mic work and I thought I thought it was perfect. Kept mm-hmm. you kept you solidly in the scene, man. So yeah, that yeah. was that was really dope, man. I, I bravo on that one. You you kicked ass. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate it. Yeah, and, and the promos on the uh the second the well, the most recent match that you and Miles had uh leading into it, man. And, and then, you like, I think I had told you, or, well, I don't know if I told you this necessarily, but I know I mentioned on the podcast whenever we were recording it. Um, and, and, you know, take no offense to this, because I mean this is a, a very high compliment, but, like, mm-hmm. you, that promo that you cut, um, the, the first promo where you were mentioning, like, Jake Chris and all that that was in the, um, in the playback, it was very, like, Heath Ledger Joker-esque. Mm-hmm. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? And like it was, I don't know what it was about it. Maybe it was just like there was certain things that you were doing in the promo, like little things that just reminded me of kind of like a a psychopath that, but a, a, a genius psychopath. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get and that. It was so cool. It was such a great promo, man. And and I really loved how you know because they they say in pro wrestling you should never look past your opponent and yada yada whatever bullshit. But I loved how you were like you know I'm gonna go in there and i'm gonna uh well no because um it was the whole deal with jake chris and you were talking about how uh you know you're gonna beat miles and then you'll be the one taking on jake chris at the next exactly show. exactly and that was cool yeah i, I really like yeah. that i uh I, I do like i don't think my character fits the whole like i'm gonna look past like the wrestlers and like in promos i'm gonna build them up because like <laughs> as like death wish anakin murphy like I should be challenging them to like beat my ass because if they don't, I'm gonna beat theirs. You yeah, know what I mean? Good point. Uh, so I, I get like some people like, yeah, hey, you should like build them up a lot more, and it's just like that's that's fair. 
but I don't know. I think I, I like what, how I'm doing with yeah. promos. Uh, yeah, love it. Me too. I, man. I mainly Me too. I, thank you. I mainly study like Sammy Callahan and John Moxley's like ah. er, like late 2000 CCW promos. That's awesome. That was my next the, question. Yeah, the, those are like the main promos I really like. Sit down and watch and try to pick shit from. Yeah, yeah, and those are definitely guys who, you know, kind of cut those psychopathic type promos. So yeah. I could see it. I could see the influence. Mm-hmm. What Anakin? What do you? Yeah, I mean, you were kind of alluding to the fact that, you know, New Wave is really where you've discovered this character and it's really coming out, you know. I mean, what what is the, uh, you know, what fuels that for you? I mean, what what was kind of the the brain shot, uh, the, the synapses fire in your mind where you said, this is what I'm going to I'm going to be out there. Like the whole like emo like yeah like, yeah too dumb that, to die. that okay. sort of angst riddled you know thing mm-hmm. yeah uh, so it's kind of be a bit long so it's like a lot because it's like kind of like changed in like various ways mm-hmm. uh, like it started <laughs> off with just like me just like I want to do an emo gimmick because like it's I I feel like it's at some points it's marketable. Like it's it's a it's a relatable kind of gimmick because everyone had an emo phase whether they want to admit it or not. For sure. Okay. And uh, that's that's kind of what I wanted to go for first, but I didn't really like find it per se mm-hmm. until like again New Wave where I started wearing makeup. My girlfriend Kaylin would usually help me. She's a lot more emo than I ever was. <laughs> and uh, like the name Death Wish was given to me by Matt Fitchett, who also has, like, helped me tremendously trying to find, like, a groove for my character. Because um, we we were just talking, usually. Or we were, sorry. We, usually we just talk, and one day we were just talking, and he goes, like, hey, you have any, like, one-word nicknames that you could use? And I, like, was just thinking about it. I'm like, Death Wish would be cool. He goes, I really like Death Wish. And it's kind of like... I'm so small, so I'm always the underdog. So mm-hmm. I'm always going to challenge and be defiant. And, like, you're going to have to really put me down kind of thing, like Death Wish. Um, mm-hmm. And sooner or later, that evolved to me joining Matt Fidget and Davey Vega as part of, like, a whole team now because we're Grindhouse. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I, I, I've been seeing the promos that you know the grindhouse team has been posting and different stuff and yeah really can't wait to see uh when you guys get rolling with it because i feel like you know mm-hmm. we're in the very very early beginning stages of it right now you know what i mean yeah um, for sure but but yeah like once you guys get rolling at all the different promotions that you guys are at across <laughs> you know the board right now um because that's the cool thing about your all's group is that i feel like you all cover a lot of ground you know what i mean yeah uh, especially with uh marty bell as well Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, really, really cool that um, that you guys, are, the, the potential of you guys being together. And it can talk about talk about the besties, man. I mean, because to me, that's that's one of the best tag teams. That really is one of the best tag teams. I thought that besties in the world moniker was was spot on actually i know they didn't really mean you know the best in the world you know but i really mm. think they were one of the best in the world and they still are you know what are your thoughts on them man they're they're tag team greatness i think like in my total opinion like completely not biased as far as like the midwest area goes and even some parts of the world like the besties who are now grindhouse are the tag team oh yeah they they have been for years and I've learned so much from both Fitchett and Vega. And it's, it's things don't really hit me till like way later. And like, I'm probably never going to tell them this, but like being like the third guy to Matt Fitchett and Davey Vega is badass. It's it, so it really is, cool. man. It really is. Because <laughs> uh, like I remember like as a ref and like a person just going to shows, help set up watching them being like, they're really, really good. And like, they made me like love tag team wrestling so much more. And now I'm like with them. And like, regardless of that, 
like even if I wasn't just being around them in cars and at shows and then like watching my matches and trying to like help me full or uh you know what I mean like just help me overall is just a blessing oh yeah what 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 are your thoughts on that St. Louis scene you know in general i know that the besties are not just st louis but it's a good segue yeah. there because you know that to me i always say it on the show st louis to me is there it's one of the hottest if, if we were to bring back the word territory which i never really lost that completely in my lexicon <laughs> about wrestling so yeah. you know the st louis territory man it's it's red hot dude what are what are your thoughts on that as as a whole i i love st louis i think St. Louis has and has had like some of the best wrestlers. Like St. Louis Anarchy, in my opinion, is like one of the top promotions in that whole area and in, in the whole Midwest area. St. Louis Anarchy is like for me, like whenever I first started, that was the top of my goal list of like promotions to work for. So now mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know if I'm a regular there, but like I've been like I'm booked for the next May show. And it's surreal to even wrestle in a place like that and to be around all of these great people that I can learn from, like Gary J, for example, like even though he hasn't like had like a wrestling school or he's done like no, like, I don't know if he's done any training to like help others, but I consider Gary J one of like my trainers Mm -hmm. because that dude has helped me tremendously throughout my entire career and still does. And he's someone I consider very, very close to me. And he's he's the best one in that area. He's the best one in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the very best on the indies, bro. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Right up. Yeah, he's he's in uh you know, I start naming off names and Gary's right in the top of that list, you know, of who for sure who, who the guys are on the indies right now, you know. But yeah, man, I, I just there's so much exciting to talk with you about Anakin because you're busting doors open everywhere. But, you know, before we get even more into that, let's go back, man. You know, I mean, it's it's a generic podcast theme, but I do want to hear it from you. You know, when when you kind of first got into wrestling and, you know, what it was about it that kind of turned you got you turned on about the sport. Like as a, like a fan or like in yeah wrestling. yeah okay. a, before you even started in the business you know right. way back before that mm-hmm. uh, my dad's always been really into wrestling and I don't really remember how it all started but wrestling is always something that me and my dad bonded over like we would watch pay per views every Sunday that. Uh, WB had it on. We would watch like TNA together. Sometimes we'd watch Ring of Honor. It's just like my dad is pretty much the one to blame uh, for me liking wrestling. And we still like bond over it to this day. Like I usually drive because I, I live an hour from him now. And usually I just drive an hour just to like go watch Raw or WrestleMania or anything like that. Cool. So that's that's mainly like it's just something me and my dad bonded over. Mm-hmm. That's great. It's awesome. Yeah, I love that, man. You know, it's same with me. You know, my dad was taking me when I was a little kid, and that, you know, here I am now taking my kids, you know, so it just continues. Yeah. It's a it's a cycle. It's cool. It's a good thing, I think. But, you know, man, so when during that fandom did you start, did the, you know, the, the, the itch start coming that made you think, oh, maybe, you know, maybe I can do this? Uh, my dad... Like we found, because uh, we, we used to live in a town called Jacksonville, Illinois. Okay. Oh, they still do. I don't. But uh, there was a wrestling show that was going to happen in Jacksonville. And we knew like week of, it's like, hey, this wrestling show is actually going to be like a minute away. Let's go to it. And it was uh, a pinfall wrestling association show. Yeah, I've heard of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, that night I, that I went to that show, I think like I was like 13, like after it was over, I remember getting in the car with my dad and being like, okay, so since local wrestling actually exists, I want to do this now. And I want to be a wrestler. Cause I've always like had murmurs of like, Oh, maybe, maybe one day I'll be a wrestler, but you know, maybe not. Cause I'm, sure. I'm small. And that's kind of what I was told all my life anyway. Sure. And, like I was small and 
maybe I could do this. Maybe I could do that. But it was like that night where I like dead set. I'm going to be a professional wrestler. Wow. So were you attending a whole lot of indie shows like before that? Or was that your first indie show ever? That, that was my first one. Wow. Wow. Okay. So really it was just like WWE impact. Well, TNA, I guess back then. Yeah. Uh, things that just seemed really, really far, but like that one was just like up my face. You know what okay. I mean? And it was like, let's do it. Let's go. And, and it mm. was just, holy shit. There's a possibility. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So, so, you know, keep walking us through, man, like walk us through. Where did you go? Like, where did you go for training? And, you know, how did you kind of break in even more so than just that part? Uh, I was, I turned like 16. I think I was like almost near my 17th birthday is whenever I first started training. I started training at a cowboy Bob Orton school and it's like Southern Illinois. It's like a town called East Carondelet. Um, I trained there for a little bit and it didn't really work out too well. Mm-hmm. So then I moved, uh, to pinfall Academy, which is actually like, uh, PWA's, um, training school. That's like the first indie show I went to, like, that's their Academy that opened up. Uh, I went there and got graduated by guy Smith, but another guy who was also there that I also consider one of my main trainer is Roy Lewis. Because despite not being the head trainer, I feel like Roy is the main person that I learned the most from, like learned all my basics. Like he was right by my side through every drill, every spot, every, every time I was doubting myself or any time I had a really like proud moment, like Roy was right there. And he still is like to this day, like we have three to four hour phone calls every week just talking. Nice. That's awesome. That's really cool. That would have been something I would have asked is if you stay in touch with your trainer, but you answered that one. So that's really awesome. And he's, you know, I'm sure he's extremely proud of, of how far you've come, you know, from that time. What, what are your thoughts, man? What was the first thing you did out there? Because I mean, I know from Sean, and I want to, I want to hear you talk about it. Just your, your time as in the ring as a ref, and you know, you probably did some different things in the sport that I don't even know about. So, how did you get really get going out there in front of people? What was that like? I think like the only thing I did before I was a wrestler was being a ref and just doing ring crew. Okay. Um, there's a guy named Rob Leach who is a ring announcer. Like he's the main ring announcer for Zero One. Um, I love Rob Leach. He's he's the man. He's the man. He's one of my best friends. Uh, He pretty much talked to uh, PWA and was just like, hey, I have this guy and he wants to come do ring crew, whatever. And I did ring crew for a couple shows and then started refing for that. And I'm just like, okay, well, maybe I can like ref everywhere. So after talking to like the senior official there and getting his approval, uh, which is Chris Barrow, and he just recently died. So that's that's the man. Um, I started refing, like I ref Glory Pro one time. I ref PGP a lot, and I ref Zero One a lot. I think like I can't really remember anywhere else I really refed. But that's mm-hmm. like my first thing in front of like people was just being a referee. Right. I think I met you at PGP, wasn't it? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I worked with you at PGP, and that was where I first remember you. And I just remember um, just how much you loved uh, doing what you do. You know, you you love you could tell that you love being a part of the business, and and just was down for anything. And uh, and so I could tell that you know you had a bright future. Um, I knew it wasn't going to be in refereeing because you had already told me back then that you were training to wrestle. Um, and it wasn't how, how long did you ref? You didn't ref very much longer after I met you. Um, no. wrestling. I I can't remember how long I refed. It I wanna say maybe a year, maybe it was a little bit under a year, but right. like I I did like after we met, I was pretty much almost about to wrestle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what was the first company to give you a shot wrestling? Uh it was um zero one, actually. It was supposed to be a handicap match with me and another best friend of mine, Jacques Kennedy versus uh jake parnell and like this gauntlet thing 
but that got changed to a triple threat with Johnny Kincaid, who's now Mayor Kincaid. And that was like my first match. Okay. Nice. And how did, how did it go? I remember like at the time it felt like exhilarating at the time. It was like, all right, that was really, really cool. I, I did this and they got a really cool pop. I think uh-huh. now if I watch it, I would, I would beat myself down and just be like, that was horrible. <laughs> but, but, uh, at the time it felt, if it, it definitely felt like everything I wanted it to be. For sure. No, I, I, I know what you mean. I'm the same way when I go back and watch stuff from like 2017 and 18. And I'm just like, what the hell am I doing? Like, pick <laughs> myself apart more than I do, uh, you know, remember the feeling and how I felt in that moment. So I, I completely know what you mean, man. I, I get it. Um, but, uh, uh, but well, and that brings up a side note. Do you watch your stuff back? Yeah, I, I usually I usually do anytime I get a chance because more more so because I always want to because I, yeah. I do like to I don't know if it's like a selfish thing, but I like to watch myself wrestle to be like, OK, that was cool. And I like to also just criticize mm-hmm. myself. I used to be really, really like hard on myself about things, but now I've like really eased up and when, kind of developed mentality of like, OK, that sucked, but I can do it better next time. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm I'm very similar with that. I, I used to pick myself apart, and and it would be um, to where like I would have to watch a match like two or three times just because like the first time I would be more focused on picking myself apart more than anything than enjoying you know even watching the match or the commentary or the whole package you know anything like that. Um, I've gotten definitely a lot better on myself um, you know the last year or two. So, but um, so yeah, I, I completely understand that, but. The thing about watching yourself, because I've heard guys tell me before, like, you know, they don't believe in watching themselves or they can't watch themselves back or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't understand how you would get better, you know? Yeah, uh, for sure. Because, I mean, like, people always say, you know, the cliche is saying, like, you're your own biggest critic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and so uh, I just feel like watching yourself back, you definitely are able to be like, yeah, I could have done this better. And then you'll remember that the next time you know yeah um, a lot of a lot of people really are just hard on themselves and they don't really need to be mm-hmm. you know absolutely i i also just like i also try to like keep a good track of like everything i do like in my, i have like in my notes app on my phone just like everything i've ever done and like every match and i've been trying to like slowly build a youtube channel that has all my matches but it just yeah fails because i just i don't have a lot of time to do it (laughs) (laughs) well you're you're building it you're building up the resume on iwtv you know there's so many different promotions that you've been hitting lately that Mm -hmm. are iwtv and i want to talk about them but there's one one more question i have back to your your refing days i mean i kind of want to know because i i know a lot of wrestlers i see that they start off refing, you know, so that seems to be a common practice, you know, let's, let's get your refing and then lead you into the rest, Uh you know? So what, what coming from your perspective, Anakin, I mean, what, what do you learn from that? What, what, why do you, what is the psychology behind that? Like get in the ring as a ref and then, you know, you'll, you'll graduate, so to speak to wrestling. In my eyes, I think it helped me a lot as a wrestler, not only as in like whenever like I would ref a match, be like, yeah, that was awesome. I can't wait to do that. It was also like I would like if I was assigned a match, I would go to that match and just listen to them call it and listen to everything they were saying and absorb it. And one of the coolest things as a ref that I think uh, I don't know if a lot of people do it, but I loved hearing them call things and then seeing them go do it. And if I remember it and then like they just do it, I don't know. To me, it was always cool, but I learned a lot from just like listening to them call matches and uh, going out there really paying attention to like the little things they were doing and like the pacing of the match. I think a lot of refs that are wanting to be wrestlers or they're like, Oh, I'm doing this for right now, but wrestling is like the main goal like just listening to people call matches and then going out and doing it like that helped me the most. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's a great answer, man. Uh, that's that's a fantastic one. Absolutely, because yeah. it, it all makes perfect sense what you said. You know that 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 mm-hmm. would be something that would really open your eyes. You know, you get you get to see some of the guys do it uh, right there in front of you. That's that's <laughs> really awesome. Yo, man, I wanted to talk about one one of the matches I saw you in, and I was excited. I was, I told Sean right away because we we were reviewing this one, and Sean was there at uh, Ruthless Pro in maybe michigan (laughs) it was maybe maybe uh yeah but you know i was i i i messaged sean went man our boy anakin's up in there yo it was you and randy west and matthias Uh thrasher what are your thoughts on that match was that your only ruthless pro or have you been there before that that was my debut and it was okay uh, it was a barbed wire death match yeah yeah death match too uh herzog um, had some things going on and had to cancel. And I already, I think I already planned on going there with Gary anyway, but Neil Diamond Cutter, who has also helped me a lot recently, uh, him and I had a conversation about it and he told me like, Hey, like you can, I think you can do this. I think you're good enough to do this and you can definitely trust these people. So it was kind of like, he didn't really like sit there and just convince me and push me because he needed a spot filled. He did it because he knew, I think in his mind, he knew that I could like deliver on it, um, which I trusted him on. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, I don't think the crowd liked me too much. There were there was some things that got messed up. But like, I don't know. I had I had a blast in my first death match. <laughs> so, yeah. nah, and, and Randy, go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. Randy, like West, is incredible in death mm-hmm. matches. She is not only like uh the sweetest person of all time but like she can she can go as far as death matches go and i think she's really underrated in that scene for sure oh absolutely yeah well but no i i feel like the crowd um was unsure of you when you first came out but i definitely feel like by the end of it just because you did some really cr- you took some crazy ass bumps during that match uh yeah. that, that they couldn't help but get behind you know so yeah uh, but uh, but yeah, I felt like it was a fun death match. And what popped me more than anything is uh, because I don't get to hear you do it a lot. Um, I've heard you do it a couple times um, at certain places, but you came out to My Chemical Romance, <laughs> so yeah, and that popped me from jump. So um, just because, like, you, I love how you are very very methodic about the music that you use. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so. My Chemical Romance is perfect for your character in a baby sense. Um, and then you have, of course, the very dark stuff, you know, that you use yeah. a new way. Um, so, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, I love loved that you were at Ruthless, and I felt like it was a very good showing. It, yeah, thank you. Uh, like, it's, it's called Helena by My Chemical Romance, and I use it everywhere except for New Ways because whenever I was trying it in New Wave, it just never worked. So uh-huh. then I found, a, I found a song that, like, fit the aura that I was trying to do. And that's, I use Helena everywhere else. I, I, I kind of wanted to get to the point where people associate that song with me and wrestling. Yeah. I it doesn't get to that point. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I like coming back to that song. I think it's something I'm probably going to stick with until this emo stick changes or dies out. Right. Hell yeah. Well, I mean, my chemical romance is perfect for that. Gimmick, so, yeah, you know. for sure. <laughs> I gotta ask you, man, because b- before we got on the air, you, we were talking about new wave guests we've had, and you you even said, you know, oh, you just had ZDP, and you're right, and it made me think. I gotta ask you about this because you were in that match. I was teasing him about this match. I saw him. It was what was the promotion, Sean? Zero one. I, I forget now. But you were the opening match was a multi man. And the ref was a kid, man. <laughs> that, yeah, that's zero one. A straight up kid. <laughs> what I love was, that kid. Do you know? I'm sure. I'm sure he's a good kid, but I, I didn't know you could be a kid and be a ref. Uh, he's uh, <laughs> he he's a, he's a very good kid, and he's not honestly not a bad ref. His name's Logan. He's he's really cool. 
Yeah, I didn't think he was bad at all. I, you know, what what stood out to me was that he was a little guy. You know, I was like, oh, that's different. I haven't seen a little guy uh, reffing that before. But you know, hey, guess uh, guess we can uh, we, we we you'll see it all when you watch enough on the indies. But I saw you in that match. You remember that? That was a Halloween show, wasn't it? Because it was cobwebs and shit. I if it if it was zero one and it was a multi man. Yeah. Yeah, it was you, ZDP. I don't oh, remember. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. A, it was a four corners tag. I think it was me and Walker Hayes versus ZDP and Kyle Pfeiffer versus Campbell Myers and Camaro Jackson. That's versus, right. Camaro was in there too. That's right. There's another team that I can't remember. It probably won't come to me. But yeah, that's a four, it. Was a four corners tag match. Right. Yeah, and there was I just randomly stumbled on that one, but that's. That going along with what I was saying to you about how you're all over IWTV promotions too. I mean, and that's a really cool thing. I mean, I know some people, I've, we've talked to them on the show who have said my game plan and even, you know, I think even Sean can attest to this, that it works and it's a good idea. Just follow the IWTV companies, you know, because mm-hmm. that, that's the bookings you want, you know, you get, get in front, get the exposure. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. When did IWTV yeah. come on your radar, man? When was that? W- when did you start really sort of realizing that that medium was was changed in things on the indies? I think it just kind of happened over the pandemic because mm-hmm. whenever the pandemic started, everyone just kind of had a lot of free time. So they would just turn on IWTV. Um, to me, I just kind of... I try to have a show every weekend, regardless if it's on like IWTV or anything. I do think IWTV has promotions that uh, are definitely some that I need to shoot for and that I have shot for or I'm currently on. Uh, but I think like just the rise of IWTV and just streaming sites for wrestling in general really hit its rise uh, during the height of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just because, um, you know, it it gave there was just more things to watch. You know what I'm saying? And not just yeah. with wrestling, but I feel like just within, um, you know, television in general. Just because, you know, it was kind of the rise of like your your other streaming platforms, HBO Max, and different stuff like that. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, and definitely sites like you know um, IWTV, High Spots. I feel like they kind of benefit off of it. You know, so yeah. Obviously, when we watch your matches, you know, you can obviously see a growth and development in you in all ways. I mean, the character and working in the ring. But I mean, as far as you go, you know, what what are some of the areas that you know you you're you felt yourself physically improve on from from when you started? I think uh, I think mainly like my mental, like, I don't, I don't know if it's like mental health or mental state of like wrestling and myself because wrestling has made me a lot more like more mature and more uh, like grounded, I think. And like, in like a very, very good way. Not that I was like a little dumb piece of shit before, but like it made me kind of grow up. You know what I mean? Uh, I think physically, uh, kind of just like my agility because i never really i never really did anything in high school i always just kind of like just kind of just went to school and just went out like a job i just like clock in and just want to clock out the whole time uh but like wrestling made me a lot more like agile and athletic so physically i think that's like seeing that improve and seeing that like become a thing uh is very cool also like durability to my body because now like i work i work with food uh now if i like take a spill at work it's just normal it's just fine and i'm like i'm not hurt at all so right you know how to take a bump (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) yeah it's funny uh quick side story um rest in peace to mitch Ryder. but uh he he used to paint um as his shoot job and i remember um in, in old IWA days, he was telling us a story about how he had tripped and fell 
uh, over like, I think it was like a, a, a short ladder and like a bucket of paint or something. And he said he ended up uh, tucking and doing a front roll. <laughs> and, and he was like, he was like, man, he was like, I could have really hurt myself, but thanks to pro wrestling. I knew how to fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's I, I, I uh, fell down at work like long time ago and just took a back bump and got up to the right. And I'm like, I'm fine. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. Anakin, where what are your goals, man? Because you've come so far, and and like I like I said in the intro, you know you're nipping at the fucking heels of the champion at New Wave Pro, and you're banging doors down other promotions and stuff. But I'm sure you've got other things and your eyes set on other places and stuff. What are some of those goals for you, man? Uh, I really my goals have always been really tricky for me up until this year that I like really like all right, this is what I want to do. I really, really want to become a regular in the South because the South wrestling seems super hot right now. Yes. And uh, I don't know when this is coming out, but uh, this it's April 20th right now. And this Saturday, I'm making my debut for TWE in Tennessee. So oh, hell like yeah. First, like first, like, okay. Chattanooga, baby. Yeah, that's a promotion I'll be marking off. So hopefully that can turn into something for the South. Hell so that's yeah. definitely that's definitely a goal I want to do. Um, I really want Grindhouse to grow and be everywhere. I really want uh, me, Fitchett, Vega, Marty Bell, and Tony Patrico to really have our brand be everywhere. Um, and as as far as like more stuff with me goes, I just hope I get a lot better and I have really like a lot of cool opportunities. Um, I also like just kind of like riding the wave of things and just feeling it out. So that's been pretty cool so far. So I hope it just becomes cooler. <laughs> right. That's awesome, man. Here you say that, uh, that you, that's what, you know, one of your immediate goals is uh, trying to break into that South region. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's literally been something I've been trying to do at the same time. Um, and uh, so and, and PWE is definitely a great way to break into that region just because, uh, man, I, I've been I've been at the T- TWE arena. Well, specifically quite a bit here, <laughs> quite a know, bit all of a sudden. Um, yeah. And so but then also going down and I helped out with the SCI Rumble and, um, you know, going to be on SCI coming up. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, man, like the South has really got some awesome, awesome stuff. I, I was just down there for sub graps this past weekend. You know what I mean? So um, they got some really cool stuff that's happening right now. It's always been hot. You know, I mean, the South mm-hmm. is known for, for professional wrestling just in general. And people love professional wrestling down there. But, uh, but man, like the stuff that they got going on with all the talent that's going, going around right now. Um, and it's going to be really, really dope to see you. Uh, what you can do down there. So glad to hear that, that you're going to be uh, making your TWE debut. Oh, yeah. I appreciate it, man. Uh, were you at, like, the first uh, Chattanooga ICW show? Yep, I was. Yeah, Hell, yeah. That's yeah. – uh, I think I that you, also helped you me came get with Gary, that didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It was me and Gary that drove. Yep, yep. That's right. Yeah, man. That that was an incredible time, dude. Like <laughs> That crowd was just so rabid, and it was – Mm-hmm. just a blast you know what i mean yeah it was it was really uh really really fun i think that's what kind of got me the debut for twe mm-hmm. uh but hell yeah that was that was a fun show and i appreciate your comments yeah absolutely man yeah it's, that's awesome it's really cool to break in that's one of the things anakin that i praise you guys so much for i see it a lot with your generation of wrestlers, you know, your willingness to get in the car, go help out, you know, even if you're not booked. And, uh, like I saw you just, uh, Max Recon, I was a guest of Max Recon's at Unsanctioned Pro in the, the debut show at the Valleydale Ballroom, that, that beautiful ballroom Mm -hmm. there in, in Ohio. And I saw you just there chilling, you know, and I thought, well, that's, you know, that that's how it's done right there, man. Give it give us your thoughts on that. I'm sure there have been plenty of shows you've done that for. 
I, I've done it to a lot of shows. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to do it to more like, like I said earlier, like uh, having a show every weekend is a goal. That's like also counting shows that I'm not booked on that I can also like get into a car with and just go with people. And mm-hmm. I think, I feel like, I feel like me and me, me and some others talk about this all the time. I feel like it's kind of like a lost art. I feel like a lot of people just kind of don't do it. And like, in some ways I get it. Cause like you have like actual, like, jobs that get in the way of things but like if you can like get into a car with someone that you can learn from and go to a show that you can like network and help out at maybe even get on because there's always there's always a chance it's wrestling then like it's it's probably the best thing like i uh that's where me fidget vega bonded most that's where me and gary j bonded most uh that's where me and Neil Diamond Cutter bonded most. Cool. Just like getting in the car and just going. And like people like now, like uh, Jacques Kennedy has been getting in the cars and they're one of my best friends of all time. And they're amazing. Uh, yeah. They've been getting in cars and they're just doing the same thing and just killing it. So hell yeah. It's, it's, it's just really, really fun too. That's how you do it, man. Like that's how you get experience. That's how you, you know, um, uh, see, you know, new things. Well, as I was saying, new experiences, but also too, um, you know, staying around the same home area could get complacent after a while. You know, you, you never know what opportunities you're going to get whenever you get out and about, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I mean, for instance, look at what a promotion in Terre Haute has been doing for you, somebody from, you know, Illinois, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like, I also feel like, if, if you want to stay at like your home fed and just be that like that's that's totally okay okay but like to me it's just like if i do that i'll go crazy because i'm really comfortable with everyone there and i want to like challenge myself like uh yeah. originally i was going to do the uwfi tryout like re- just recently unfortunately i i couldn't uh do some things but that was going to be like a challenge for me because that's something that is totally out of my fucking element oh yeah but me doing that would just be a challenge for myself so i also really enjoy stuff like that so like going into a car and going someplace where i really don't belong but i'm gonna help out and just try my best anyway it's just like another challenge Mm -hmm. one of the exciting things going back to new way pro you know because it's been a little bit since we talked about that on the podcast here but i mean going back to it you know we're looking ahead to right here, right now, and Sean and I haven't started really pumping that up yet, yet but we will. And, you know, I, right last year, right here, right now, was the first the, the first show I saw for New Wave, and I instantly loved the promotion so much. You know, I love everything from the aesthetics. You know, I've told Earl this a million times. I mean, it's just aesthetically, it reminds me of some old mid-Atlantic type shit or something. Because yeah, Earl... No, Earl has worked his ass off. Yeah. Yeah, he really has, man. But, you know, I love the the way that you're you're sticking with like he's sticking with the titles for the shows, you know, the big shows right here right now again. And here we are again. And uh you got Victor Analog, man, and Victor is Victor is another one. You know, he's a he's a guy we want to get Sean and I want to have him on too. You know, I like Victor a lot, but what are your thoughts on that match, man? Because that's another really good matchup. There's tons in New Wave Pro because everybody's so good on that roster. Yeah. Uh, with Victor, that match with Victor, we're just going to beat the shit out of each other. And it's going to be a very, 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 very fun time for the both of us. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to it. We've only, we've only had one singles match, and it was at 0-1. No, we've had two because one was at Anarchy as well. Okay. And uh, this will be our third one. And I think both of us have gotten a lot better since those two matches. So this one, <laughs> this one, in my opinion, should be really, really good. Hell yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, you said this is only your ha- how many match? With, with Victor, I think it's like our third match. That's kind of surprising because I feel like you all have ran in a lot of the same circles that um, you know, I feel like you all should, you all would have definitely had a lot more matches than that, you know? Yeah. I was like, 
me and Victor are really close and have rode together, but have only had two matches. Me and Connolly have also like him and I are really, really close. We've only had like two. That's so. crazy. Hmm. That's interesting. Definitely got to make those happen. Yeah, but both of those guys are also like they're also guys that need to be a lot more places. Connolly just keeps growing and growing and growing as a wrestler. And that dude, in my opinion, he's going to be like a major player in like two years tops. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, and same thing with Victor, because I literally yeah. uh, the thing about Victor, I've, I believe I met him at one of the very first seminars that I ever went to. It was a Jimmy Jacobs seminar, at like IWA or something. And he um, he literally pitched the exact idea of what he's doing right now as far as because the, the seminar was more centered around, you know, character work and different stuff like that. And he was like, this is what I want to do. Um, and this is who I, I, I want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's literally like shaped into that, you know? Um, yeah. Back then I remember he told Jimmy Jacobs, he wanted to basically be like, you know, Mike TV from Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. But if he was a huge pro wrestling fan, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> that's literally what Victor is. I feel like anything um, Victor like sets his mind to like, it not only happens, but it happens in the best way possible. Like, dude is, like, unlimited with creativity. He's so oh, good. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, man. I mean, and you can just see it from the entrance alone, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for sure. Um, and then Austin, man, like you said, he just – he kicking down doors, man. He's like, so whatever good. that. And he's so good right now. Um, he's really, like, you know, he really knows who he is and, and what mm-hmm. he's doing. Um, and, and it's incredible, man. And uh, another dude that is just, his creativity is just off the charts. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, definitely a, a good crop of guys that, that you're around and, and, uh, that you've kind of came up with and it's really exciting to see, you know, what, what the road is going to lead. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is really exciting. Yeah. Earl sees just to keep putting him over, you know, <laughs> we got to put over Earl, you know, you got to give him a big head bigger than he already has. But I tell him all the time, you know, I, I think he's got, he's got a special thing going there with you yeah. guys on, and, you know, and he sees, he sees shit in you guys. And next thing you know, you've got this roster of stars that for the most part, he's built, you know, that, that yeah. I mean, you know, you guys are doing the work, but I mean, he's he's been smart enough to put you in positions, you know, that you deserve to be in. So, yeah, I'm yeah. excited about New Way Pro, man, and I think that you're just getting started, Anakin. You know, I'm excited. Thank mm-hmm. you. I'm excited too. You're so welcome, man. Is there any merch out there we can buy? Do you have anything, Anakin? I I I I, I actually don't. I just have. Uh... At shows I might I have Polaroids and stickers. That's about it at the moment. But I'm gonna try to like because Pro Wrestling Tees kinda went to shit and then what a maneuver kinda went to shit. But there is Brainbuster. <laughs> right. There is Brainbuster Tees. So I'm That's gonna true. try to set up that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that, bro. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> yeah, what a maneuver. What was the deal with what a maneuver? They just all of a sudden put up some some old I don't know if it was, I don't know if I call it racist or what, right, Sean? It was like a yeah, it was like, it was something stupid. Yeah. yeah, stupid conservative like type. conservative shit. Yeah, yeah, and it was <laughs> and, uh, and then everybody had put them on blast, and then they tried to kind of put a, a half-hearted excuse up, and it was yeah, it was it was just a uh, it was craziness like Twitter always is, uh, especially, <laughs> yeah. but um, but yeah. I, like, like Anakin said, they just kind of went to shit. So, <laughs> like, who, yeah, that, that, that fucking statement they put out is dog shit. It, it's so yeah. terrible. Like, yeah. uh, like, because I, the thing I, about it was that they were, they were coming at pro wrestling tees, like, at the drop of a dime. You know what I mean? As soon as pro wrestling tees would post something, I feel like they had a, a comment or a response or something not five minutes later. But then, yeah. You know, once everybody's coming for your company and it's like, what is this bullshit? What is this? You know, what is that? And you don't respond for an entire weekend. And then it's, yeah. oh, <clears throat> we, we we took a vacation for once. 
Uh, no, that's not the response. But yeah, <laughs> someone someone made a tweet. Someone made a tweet. I don't. I can't remember who, but like she or uh, they just put like whoever wrote that statement needs like marketing training and like it. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's yeah. one thing, Anakin. I mean, I'm 44 years old, so I grew up in the yeah. 80s, you know, and now I watch you guys doing your thing and I, I have so much love and appreciation for you guys but i also see how things have changed you know like you can fuck yeah. your career up royally and one <laughs> one day with twitter and social media and all that you know it's amazing because in when i was growing up a lot of those cats would have been canceled <laughs> i'm quite sure yeah you know yeah. What, what are what are your thoughts on that man i mean it's overall probably a good thing right i mean hey if somebody's a fucker cancel yeah. them I I think I think it's a very good thing because good people, not sorry, not good people, but people just in general need to yeah. be good people. And there's a lot of people who have been canceled that needed to be a long time ago. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I think it's a good thing. I oftentimes like to stay like neutral on Twitter because I I feel like my personal beliefs, which aren't fucking stupid, but my personal <laughs> beliefs and like my personal opinions should be away from my wrestler profile. You know, right. I have a personal profile for that. My wrestling account in my eyes, like, and people like, it's not that big of a deal because a lot of people don't really do this, but I feel like my wrestling account should be my wrestling account. You know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, but that's just that's just how I feel. Uh, there is people that make both work, and there's people that like are my very good friends that make both work. But I do think uh, the canceling of people—I don't know if you can title it like that. I don't know how to really title it, but I think it's right. a good thing. I think overall, it's a very good thing. Yeah, yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah, it is. You can't be a yeah. fucker and hide it anymore. Exactly right. Yeah, and there's nobody's got time for shitheads anymore. You know, like yeah, we, we're all there to have fun and, and do a job, um, and uh, yeah, there's there's no time for that shit. You know, yeah. In my in my opinion, it's also made wrestling a lot more fun. Like it's it's made like in certain places because I know in some places it's it could be still a thing. Uh, it's made wrestling just a much better environment, a lot more safer, and just overall just more healthy and fun. So. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, I'm all for it. You know, uh, coming in and, and changing the business for the better, and I think in many ways you guys have done that. And by you guys, I just mean you younger guys, you know, and girls that are just taking over and doing your thing, man. And it's it's fun to watch. I'm still as much of a fan now as I was when I was in the 80s, you know, because I love what you guys do. I have a lot of respect for it. And, uh, Anakin, I just – I much love and appreciation, man, for you uh, wanting to come on because you were a badass guest. Thank mm. you. I appreciate it. For sure. Hey, and uh, before we uh, before we let you go, go ahead and put over your uh, social media and where the people can find you, follow you, and know where you're going to be up. And also, what what's some of your upcoming bookings? Uh. I only have Twitter and Instagram at the moment. They're called Anakin Sad Murphy. So please, please follow me on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I have two uh, triple shot weekends uh, in line. I have uh, on Friday, I have a bittersweet pro taping. Um, Saturday, I'm in TWE in Chattanooga. And Sunday, I'm going to be at Flophouse Wrestling in Indianapolis. Awesome. And then the weekend after that, I'm gonna look at my calendar right now. Thursday, I'll be at uh, Thursday the 28th. I'll be at Anna Fight Underground in Anna, Illinois. Friday, I'll be helping out at AAW in Chicago. Um, so not really a booking, but I'm gonna go help out. And then Saturday, I'll be at zero one. And like people that I want to shout out that you should be following right now, uh, like on Twitter, it's like Jacques Kennedy, uh, Big Man Chan. Robert Leach, uh, Connolly and Victor, Analog. So, yeah. And yeah, Sean yeah. and Jeremy. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you, my man. Yeah. Go get that belt 
eventually. You gotta you gotta take that belt home soon, and if not, spike the fuck out of somebody. But Hell yeah. I'll be watching all of it, man. Thanks, Anakin, and have a wonderful night, brother. You too, guys. All right, much love to you, bro. Thank you, dude.